Hello and welcome to Life Sciences in Queensland. Today's podcast guest heads up a relatively small but highly effective Brisbane-based manufacturer, BioProton. Its main competitors, though, are large multinational companies with deep pockets. Size, though, says BioProton's manager, Johanny von Hellens, isn't everything when it comes to producing successful, high-quality products that meet market needs. But agility is. Hello, welcome. Thank you. For those who don't know much about BioProton, what does your company produce? We produce animal feed additives uh, that improve their uh, feed efficiency of animals. So what it, what it means is improves their... Uh, their digestion of their feed, leading to a improved weight gain, improved livability, and overall improves the production economics of livestock animal production. And how did BioProton come about? So we're a family firm. We started originally from a country called Finland, and we migrated to Australia early 90s. And we brought the technology of enzyme technology that we had developed in Finland, and we brought it here and we relaunched our business here since then. We export from Australia to over 45 countries globally of our enzyme additives, uh, including uh, nowadays we also have a range of other products. We have probiotic additives, uh, we have a, a surfactant that improves the lipid digestion in animals as well as mycotoxin binders. And have you been part of the company from day one? Uh, no, I, I joined <laughs> the company uh, 10 years ago I had a different career. Uh, my background is a process engineer, uh, but I joined the company 10 years ago, or 11 years ago, I should say, today. Uh, and my role is, um, is I'm the general manager here in Brisbane, Australia. And what gave BioProton the confidence to concentrate on developing things such as uh, feed enzymes, probiotics, uh, toxin binders, dietary supplements for livestock and gut bacteria slaying preparations? Well, a number of reasons. One is uh, we have strong background in enzymes. So we understand the power of enzymes and what enzymes can do. And we know the science behind the enzymes is very strong. So once we're confident on that, Secondly, once we, become, we became confident that we can actually produce these in a cost-effective manner uh, and we know that they're safe, natural products, we know that we had a good combination to commercialise it. Ultimately, our industry is very science-driven. We have to demonstrate that science is solid, but we also have to demonstrate that it is very commercially attractive to the end user as well. For the moment, it's toward livestock. Is there the likelihood the possibility that you might mo- move into companion animals? So we're very aware of the, the growth in companion animals. Mm. You know, the, uh, that's growing quite rapidly in the world. We believe some of our technologies are suitable for use in companion animals. People are spending a significant amount of money in their pets and pets are getting older, they're younger. People are very conscious of the health and well-being of their pets. So we are de- in the process of developing uh, two of our products They'll be suitable to their natural products that will be suitable for use in the companion animal space. What's it like going up against some of the world's biggest names in the agricultural products industry? Industry, even though we have large players, is very is even larger than the large players. So there's a huge amount of space and opportunity in the livestock space. You know, it's probably measured in the trillions of dollars to annual turnover of our global industry. So even the largest players will are actually relatively small. Mm. So that's one. Uh, the secondly, the opportunity that a firm like R 
has is that we can tailor-made solutions to each individual customer. We're small, we're agile, so if a customer wants a particular type of solution, we can tailor-made for their particular needs. And that gives us agility, which our largest competitors won't have. Well, there's a number of benefits being in Queensland. So we're a research-intensive firm, so we, we collaborate with the universities and so we access their world-class research capability, whether it's in University of Queensland with their AIBN, Queensland University of Technology with their industrial biotechnology space, or even with Griffith University, which we've done work with. So we, have, we access this world-class uh, research capability, that's one. The other one is when we export from Queensland and from Australia to the rest of the world, our customers outside of Australia know the reputation of Australia. They know that Australia is a source of high-quality food. Australia is a reliable supplier of high-quality food and feed ingredients. And we're highly, we have a very strong, incredibly strong regulatory framework that regulates all of this. So when we market ourselves overseas, we unashamedly say that we're from Queensland, Australia, because that reputation pre, uh, travels ahead of us and customers know that they have confidence that when they're buying a, a feed additive from an Australian-based SME, as we are, they know that we are a part of the Australia or Queensland brand. Mm. So that gives us significant advantages. And ultimately, food is our, or ultimately we supply into the food chain and that is uh, people take food quality very seriously. We can certainly see the benefits in uh, developed countries. What about developing countries? Most of the demand for uh, livestock products such as milk or eggs or, or, or chicken meat, most of that is occurring in the developing world. And that is because they are becoming more industrialised, you know, they're becoming wealthier, they can, uh, they can afford to consume the type of food products that we do here in Australia. So the demand for in those countries is growing rapidly. And they are, in order to support their growth in, in, in supplying animal-based protein, they need to import the technologies and the understanding that we have here in countries like Australia. So for example, enzymes, which are widely used in Australia, and understanding how to apply that is something that we as a company, we obviously export the product, but we're also exporting that expertise so that a livestock producer in Indonesia, an egg producer in Indonesia, gets access to the product that we supply, but also the understanding and know-how how to optimise that egg production, mm. which in the end leads that he can supply more nutritious eggs, he can supply higher quality eggs that are safe, uh, so to, 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 so that his community that he supplies to can enjoy those. Over your career, you've shown a, a real strong interest in, um, in both commercial and research partnerships in areas that lead to products that improve animal health and well-being. What was the genesis of such interest for you? We've recognised that in order to thrive in this industry, we have to demonstrate, we have to continuously grow. We have to identify new opportunities in how, our, how we can uh, make our products more efficient, more effective, because the industry is not moving. The industry is continuously have undergoing challenges, you know, whether it be environmental challenges, you know, uh, climate change, um, trends such as removal of uh, antibiotics as a growth promoter are all impacting the industry quite significantly. And, you know, you add... Um, you know, there's sort of contemporary challenges, more contemporary challenges like COVID or um, African swine fever, which is occurring in in parts of Asia at the moment. The industry is very, very dynamic. So we have to also 
continuously add and develop our products in a way that meet these new emerging challenges. Yohani, you mentioned that you collaborate with a number of local research institutes. Could you give us a few examples? One of our, uh, perhaps one of our exciting partnerships is um, we have a colleague who, who has an advanced Queensland fellowship, uh, so with Queensland University of Technology, and this is to develop a, an astaxanthin. It's a pigment-like additive, traditionally made from synthetic sources. Uh, so the technology that we have developed is we can produce this astaxanthin through a natural yeast-based fermentation process. So we have uh, sponsored a Advanced Queensland Fellowship candidate who completed his PhD here in University of Queensland and he's in the process of working with uh, us and QUT in developing this astaxanthin. So he's doing a lot of characterization work, strain selection, uh, large-scale production. That's a good example of the type of um, collaboration that we, we're doing in, in the astaxanthin space. Another good example would be um, we have a, a PhD candidate uh, in University of Queensland. They're working in the AIBN where they're developing a, um, an encapsulation technology. One of the challenges with bioactive materials like enzymes is that they're quite heat sensitive. So they're very sensitive to external conditions, heat, uh, heat humidity, etc. So that's obviously bad because we want to ensure that the enzyme survives whatever treatment it is given to it so that you know it's as bioavailable in the in the end location so in our case it's the stomach of the of the livestock animal the bird or the or the pig uh, so our phd candidate he's working in a, in a in a project to develop an encapsulation technology that can protect the enzyme and then finally release the enzyme at its right moment in the digestive tract well, again all of this has to, uh, it's a natural product process but it has to be effective they're the sort of two examples of um, here in Brisbane that we're doing with our, lo- with our, with our local partners. So we're u- utilising the capability and the, re- and the resources that these external institutes have because they are world-class research institutes and we're a small SME-type organisation so we're very privileged that we're able to gain access to this sort of capability. Bioproton's global footprint is quite impressive when you look at it. How many countries uh, are you now operating in? Uh, So we currently uh, export our products to about 45 countries globally. And do you manufacture uh, most of your products here and then export them? Uh, Correct, yeah. So Mm. all of our products are made here in in Brisbane and exported from Brisbane too. And where do you see Bioproton going in the next five to ten years? So our biggest opportunities are continues to be in the countries where the demand is growing the fastest. So uh, Southeast Asia uh, it continues to be our, our home market, if you like. Uh, but we're we're also actively in markets such as uh, South America uh, and Middle East and, and other markets as well. Uh, but our local market is really Southeast Asia, so that's where we see the biggest uh, opportunities. As well as we look at as we are developing new products. Uh, these products will also be introduced Mm. to uh, give us more growth. What will you need to allow the company to achieve these goals, do you think? Ultimately, it's time. Yeah. It's capital. It's patience. 
its resources. So, so for us to, you know, we have to first we have to, uh, you know, we're for example in the process of uh, developing a a new strain of uh, bacillus-based probiotics. So there's a lot of strain uh, selection that we have to do. You know, that takes time. Uh, we have to characterize them, genome sequence them. We then have to do in vitro you know, analysis on it. Then we have to do in vivo, so that is animal trials, because ultimately the animals will sort of tell us if the, if the product is performing in their gut uh, the way we want them to be. Mm. Uh, so all that takes time, effort, money. And then finally, we have to also, we have to actually go and promote them. So we have to actually talk to our customers and explain that we have a new product. We have to can do registration of the product. So the challenges for us is always it's time, money, uh, and then we have to have plenty of patience. And if you could see your industry achieve one big goal this year, what would that be? The industry's goal is and always should be to maintain the supply. You know, well, we're in the feed production, which goes into livestock. So our objective always should be that uh, communities and societies around us need high-quality, safe, uh, nutritious food. So as long as we can continue to supply that year in, year out, uh, that's our mission accomplished. And what do you love uh, about the work that you do? Look, it's the opportunity to we I interact globally. So I interact with people from all over the world. You know, I have today's day with all the with the Zoom and MS team meetings. I do meetings from <laughs> people from different continents all the time. But yeah. I enjoy that. You know, it's a, you meet people from different places. So we're very people centric industry. Uh, it's also the challenges that we're trying to address. So we're trying to, you know, develop um, whether it's an enzyme or probiotic space. We're trying to develop novel and innovative solutions which nobody else has done before so there's an element of discovery and and the fact that we are working in an important industry such as food production so Mm -hmm. we are supporting people uh, all over the world and what do you think gives uh, queensland uh, and yourself the edge over uh, some of the other countries or some of the larger conglomerates australia has lots of natural advantages in the animal production space you know we are first of all our regulatory standards are very high. Uh, we, we have a very high, high quality capacity to uh, produce these things. We have a, we're well regarded globally for producing safe and high quality goods so, uh, in the livestock space. So I think we actually, Australia is probably one of the best places in the world to, uh, to, to run a business like ours. Mm. Um, uh, there is also growth in, in it. So there are more companies like us emerging in Australia uh, because of um, uh, the natural benefits that Australia has. With any research, there are many challenges. What do you see are some of the common misconceptions when it comes to dietary supplements or probiotics and feed enzymes, all those sort of areas that you focus on? When we develop a, an, a probiotic product, for example, we have to show that the product performs. So we have to show through statistical, scientifically run trials that there's an effect and that we can reproduce the effect. And when you do animal trials, sometimes there are, you know, animals, uh, the, for reasons which you can't explain, results go the way you possibly didn't expect. Mm. So there's sort of, you have to be patient, you have to be prepared to sort of um, persevere with what you believe, but ultimately the determination if the, 
if, if we are in a science we're a science-based company so we have to show that the products perform in a scientifically validated studies so uh, that's a very important that we um, uh, uh, that that's a biggest challenge uh, but it's also the something that we 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 very much stick to. Well, thank you so much, Johanny von Hellemans, for spending time today showing us how even relatively smaller businesses are using technology developed right here in Southeast Queensland to take valuable products to the global market. Thank you. Thank you.